Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the big show, Mike Max Sports to the Max, coming your way live from Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis. Where we are checking on activity in South Minneapolis that was not good. Our news team will be all over it and bring you the latest as uh, it continues here in uh in Minneapolis, and it's quite a state. Um, I'm not so sure, though, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. I'm not so sure that any of us can, I'm sure there, well, maybe in 1991, everybody's talking about best times to be a Minnesota sports fan. All of a sudden, it's turned on a dime, hasn't it? I, I, I mean, when you, when you go back to, I don't know, December? And um, the Wild were playing pretty well, but you weren't quite sure. The Timberwolves were kind of in an abyss. You weren't sure about gopher hockey. And uh, obviously gopher basketball didn't perform. But in general, all of a sudden, things just turned. And it's different. And there's optimism in the air. And I'm not sure I can ever recall a time when people were more excited about sports in Minnesota as they are right now. Not because of what teams have done but what they project they might do. Hope is everything. Hope provides us with passion. Hope allows us to believe even though it makes no sense to believe. That's what hope does. And right now, you're talking about a lot of hope for a lot of teams. Some of this is built into collective bargaining agreements. It's built into the way that we turn things over. But hope is the catalyst. Hope is what changes us. Hope is what keeps us going. Case in point, the Minnesota Wild. All of a sudden, they're becoming, uh-oh, is this an also-ran? Is this a, they can't fix it? Is this a they're going to chase Calgary and Colorado with no chance in the playoffs? That's what it looked like two weeks ago, didn't it? And all of a sudden, they make the trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. And by the time they make the trade, they're, they're playing pretty good hockey. But they get Fleury, and this goaltender problem, not, not only does it, it doesn't go away because of Fleury. Coincidentally, it goes away because Cam Talbot starts to play better at the same time. And all of a sudden... They breathe hope into the entire state. Talbot was the number one star in the NHL this past week. 
We had Dean Evison on with Pete Nigerian and I yesterday. I asked him, is Talbot playing better? Because there's flurry. You know, some people respond to competition different ways. Some people bring it in and embrace it and say, I will show you. Others feel sorry for themselves and make it difficult on themselves. He said, no, it's not about Talbot saying, oh, boy, we got a flurry now. i got to play better. He said he just was in the funk for a while, and now he's out of it. So now you got two goalies, two good goalies. Um, one won the Stanley Cup. One was an all-star this year. It's an embarrassment of riches for the Minnesota Wild all of a sudden. And there is hope. And there is hope on the horizon. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, out of nowhere, they start playing good basketball. And pretty soon they start throwing punches. They're slapping people in the face. They're doing all these things. And they've even got a deal where you can take your shoes off. They've got a signature move now, maybe. When Red Auerbach, we stayed on this show a lot. Red Auerbach passed away. He was the great coach of the Boston Celtics. And Red Auerbach would enter that arena when he was coaching the Boston Celtics. And he had Hondo Havlicek and Bill Russell and Bob Cousy and the likes. And, and when he had clinched it, when the game he knew was in hand and they had won it. In other words, there's a minute left, but they now have a you know 15-point lead, whatever it is. Red Auerbach would pull out a cigar and light it up. He'd light it up as, as, as if to say, this is my celebration, my victory cigar. That's what Red Auerbach would do. And, and, and it was the signature move for Auerbach at the time. The victory cigar. Of course, at that point in time, People, this is so hard to believe, isn't it, as we evolve into, in society? At that point in time, people could smoke in the arena. This was even before there were no smoking. And, and, and then when they evolved again, they, they, they had smoking areas. Smoke, smoking was permitted where it wasn't permitted. I, I mean, this was pretty, the Metrodome was, for, I remember they're the first ones to say no smoking, no smoking in the Metrodome, Bob Casey saying everybody would cheer. But at that point in time, you could light up a cigar, you could light up a cigarette in the stands. That was just the way we rolled back then. But all of a sudden, and, and the Timberwolves have this take your shoes off if you, you know, once the game is over kind of thing. And it kind of, might be a signal. It's hard to say. Those, those shelf lives can change depending on how well the team is playing. But all of a sudden, there's hope. Glenn Taylor on yesterday, he's bullish on this entire league. Financially, as, as they go about their business, he just believes in it. And there's hope with the Timberwolves in the playoffs and we're talking about who their matchup is going to be. By the way, their matchup's not going to be good no matter who it is because they're going to play one of the top three teams, that being Phoenix or Memphis or Golden State. Not going to be uh, Phoenix, I'm sure. But Memphis, who's really good right now. And Golden State, who, if they're healthy at that time, oh my. You know what I'm saying? But there's hope. Hope that they could even, you know, take over Denver and get the sixth spot. But if you're at six, you still got to play three. And if three's Golden State, I'm not sure that's where you want to end up. The Minnesota Twins go out and get Carlos Correa. Of all people, Carlos Correa, are you kidding me? And I know there's people out there saying they still need starting pitching. And I agree. I concur. I was down there last week for the entirety of the week, and I'm watching these guys walk around, and, and who do they got? And you're going, okay, who could be the fourth and fifth starters right now? Yeah, Randy Dobnik has some, he's got the contract, he's um, he's pitched in some big games. Can you really count on him all year? Now they just signed Chris Archer. 
Archer's an interesting guy because he was sitting at but but Archer's best days were in Tampa. Then he went away to Pittsburgh. They made the deal. Then they brought him back to Tampa. And okay, that he 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 seems like a reach. At one time he was really really good. Uh, now he's not really really good. And you bring him in and you you know you give him a shot. Um, but the fact that he was still available tells you something about where he's at right now. It tells you they're not getting deals done to uh, further the team. Because they're going to have to do with trades. You want somebody now that's been throwing and they're in a system somewhere and they've been pitching for a long time. And um, and they know what they're doing, you know? Because it, it's such a game of gamesmanship. Uh, I was with Jim Brower last night. He played in the big leagues and he's a pitching coach. Uh, for the Seattle Mariners, and we're, you know, he's a longtime teammate with Barry Bonds, and we we're just talking about what a smart hitter Bonds was. Everybody thinks about, you know, how he hit home runs, but how smart he was, and how he used the plate and his persona to gain an advantage. And his basic his his basic premise was, a great pitcher against me, the most relaxed wins. Think about that, the most relaxed wins. So when you get in the batter's box, if you're more relaxed than the guy you're facing, you're going to win more often than not. Or if you're a pitcher and the bases are loaded and it's a full count, how relaxed are you? Are you willing to throw a changeup, a curveball, whatever? The most relaxed wins. Probably in a lot of things in life. Because relaxed doesn't mean you don't concentrate. Relaxed means that you do concentrate. But you just feel in control of your body. And you feel like there's nothing that you can that they can throw at you that you can't anticipate. See, and that and, that, and that's what were the most relaxed wins. But anyway, the Twins have a little bit of hope because people want to see Carlos Correa play. And there's sunshine down in Florida. They never really close the state down, and people walk around freely, and they and they have a sense of optimism. Now I know some of that is born from the fact. That they're on vacation, dummy, and it's spring break. But it's more than that. It's that they have a sense of they can go anywhere they want and be outside, uh, order the malls, wherever it is. But they can feel good about where they are and breathe in the air. That's what they have right now in, in Florida. And with that comes a sense of optimism and a sense of hope. If you're a Minnesota Twins fan, the Vikings go out and get a new linebacker, the Smith kid. And if they're going to play the three, four and they got him and Hicks, all of a sudden, guess what? You got hope for their defense, for their defense. You know how bad their defense was last year. And, and now you have hope that they might have something new. See, here's the greatest testament to hope. Here is the reason that it supersedes everything else as a sports fan. Here is the reason that hope wins. Coming up at the end of April, they will have the NFL draft. And the NFL draft has become an event, right? The NFL draft has become paramount to the league. It has become a staple. It has become like a game week for them in the off season. That's how big it is. It it will dwarf the ratings of the NBA and, and the NHL and NBA playoffs combined 
won't get close to what the first two rounds of the NFL draft do in terms of number of people watching. Even though those are games that matter versus something that you can look up on your phone a little while later as to who drafted who, the ratings will be that high for the um, uh, NFL draft. That That's how big it is. Why? Because it gives you hope. Because you're going to add players at no cost. And then you're going to envision that these players are going to be really good. You're not going to know much about them. You're going to pretend you do because you're going to have heard something on Twitter or you're going to have seen it somewhere and you're going to regurgitate what somebody else said because you're not qualified to evaluate whether these players are good enough or not. You don't know if their mechanics are good enough. You don't know if they're big enough, fast enough, strong enough. You don't know what their psyche's like. You don't know what their background is like. You don't know what motivates them. But that doesn't matter to you. Because you will pretend that you do, and they will give you hope. Hope that this is going to be the first-round pick that becomes the rookie of the year. And so the whole premise of the NFL draft is that people believe so strongly in hope, that, that hope is such a driving catalyst for them, that more people will watch that than actual games and playoff games going on at the same time. That's how powerful hope is. The Gopher hockey team is in the Frozen Four. So is Minnesota State Mankato, by the way. And there is tremendous hope that this could be the year. Because especially in hockey, a little puck luck here, a little something there, and you're national champions. How good is that? But that's how close they are right now. And it excites everybody for the next week and a half because there is hope. There's a lot of things in life. But I'm not so sure that there's anything more powerful than hope. Now, where the Hollywood stars meet sports. And I think we should look at this longer term. I think this should be something that is incorporated in. I think this is the kind of thing that could move the needle and bring both places back together. But more importantly, in Hollywood, they need more of a sense of realism. They need some things that are not just, oh, you fooled us again. You took us out to the movies. They got that last night and it's about time. I'll explain when we come back. All right, more details becoming available in the Chris Archer deal. Twin signing him, the right-hander, Chris Archer, the Minnesota Twins. This is from ESPN, in agreement on a one-year $3.5 million contract. Sources familiar with the deal tell ESPN. Archer 33 will join the Twins rotation and can earn up to $9.5 million this season with performance bonuses. So there you have it. Um, also says he's got a mutual option with a $750,000 buyout. He, he's going to make a ton of money no matter what, but he's already made a ton of money. I don't know if you remember Chris Archer. If you're not familiar with him, his body work, he was really good for um, Tampa at one time. He was lights out. And then they traded him at just the right time. And uh, he only pitched, he only had five starts last year because of injury. So you don't know what you're getting with him. But they traded him to Pittsburgh just the right time. Then Tampa, vintage Tampa, got him back. Now, um, Rocco Baldelli would be very familiar with him because he was there in the organization uh, when Archer was playing. And so I'm sure that he knows, at minimum, you know, he knows he knows his mental makeup uh, and, and, and whether or not he can uh, uh, fill the bill that way. Uh, it's an incentive-related contract. The problem with this is that 
it kind of tells you they haven't been able to get a deal done uh, on the open market for pitchers, you know, that are, that are in somebody's rotation right now, or you know, the number six pitcher that could be the number three pitcher, that kind of thing. Uh, they didn't get that deal done. And, and that's you know you you want to see him get that guy that's already in the league and and uh, you know that's not gonna, that that apparently isn't happening right now. But you take what you can get and you think if Archer can give you something, I can remember they've had some reclamation projects that have been good, some that have not. Bartolo Colon, he gave him some innings. Panita was good when he was healthy. Um, Rich Hill pitched yesterday for the Boston Red Sox, and I'll tell you what, as you watched him, you go, you know what. That, that ain't bad. Jay Happ didn't have that. And if they just hung on to Hill, he'd, he'd be a very viable piece of the rotation. You, 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 he doesn't throw hard. But those guys that are artists more than they're scientists, watch out, man, because they, they make you hit their pitch. And, and like Miguel Sano couldn't. He wanted to so bad because it wasn't coming in very hard, but he couldn't find it. He couldn't find it in the zone, and pretty soon he's chasing, and Hill just owns him. That's what those great pitchers do because they, they move your eye level all the time. And before you know it, they've got you where you don't want to be. they got two strikes on you and you're chasing. And, and that's what Hill did uh, to uh, Snow yesterday, but that's what he does to a lot of people. And right now, he would look pretty good for the Minnesota Twins. I mean, just, just saying. Um, but you'll take Archer. You see if he can deal a little bit. You put him at the end of the rotation. You give him a shot. Uh, again, you know, and, and the other, yeah, I mean, the other reality of this is, if Archer was really tip top right now, uh, somebody would have signed him already because everybody needs pitching. You know, why won't you go get a guy that's been an all star, all those things? But he just hasn't been good enough, uh, or at least uh, from an injury standpoint, he, he's at a place where people don't want to deal with him. So we'll see how that goes. Now, now, last night at the Academy Awards. I thought this was like all-star wrestling deal or something or all in good fun. Uh, Will Smith slaps um, Chris Rock. And obviously everybody's talking about it. It's the easy story of the day, all those things. You know, Joe Biden says that doubles down and, and Will Smith slaps um, uh, Chris Rock. And, and, you know, here we go. Um, and, and what will the Academy do? Well, who cares what the Academy is going to do? I mean, really, I mean, they're going to do what? They're going to kick Will Smith out of the Academy. They're going to take his Oscar away. I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, since when does the Academy run everybody's world? You know, I, I guess I'm not so much into movies and stuff like that. I don't know that I've ever watched an award show in my life. Um, in fact, I know I've never watched an award show in my life. Uh, but, but Because why? I mean, you're going to sit and let somebody else tell you whether or not you, you did a good job in a movie or as a sportscaster or whatever, and you're going to let somebody else tell you? I mean, some of the best jobs you end up doing are when um, you know you're sick or you're understaffed and all those things that would never show up uh, in our business anyway. That that oh that was fantastic. But if you knew the circumstances, you'd see that was really good. But only you know that. And and the same with sometimes you get credit for doing something that you didn't have much to do with, but it just happened to be a winner. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, maybe it's about time. Maybe it's about time that Hollywood gets a little bit physical. Um, this acting and this stuff and all that, you know, and, and come on, come on. Maybe it's a, about time that, that, that Hollywood gets real. And, unless we find out this was all put on uh, by Smith and Rock, that they had some secret agreement because they knew this would move the needle. That's how All-Star Wrestling was invented, you know, back in the day. I mean, it wasn't all of a sudden somebody said, hey, we had a really good response on that. Uh, let's see how that plays in the open market. And then they created All-Star Wrestling. 
and 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 maybe Rock and Smith had that, but but you know, one of the things that we need in this world more than anything right now, we need more tough people. We do. We need more people that aren't afraid. We need more people that are fearless, that aren't afraid to pop somebody once in a while. And I figure, metaphorically speaking, for sure. But my point being, and that was just a love tap. I mean, that wasn't a. That wasn't an assault. That wasn't anything like that. That's why. That's why I just wonder. I wonder if they're in cahoots and they've got something going and they've got a secret handshake or something like that. And they, and 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 it all worked today. You know, everybody's talking about it. and That's just what they wanted. I don't know. Um, but you know, being real isn't all bad. Being authentic isn't a bad thing. And if he really felt that way about Rock and he, and he gave him a little uh, nudge and a pop of ruse, so be it, man. You insult me, I come at you. Uh, I, I don't know where anybody in this world ever has to get bullied and take it. And if Rock's bullying him with his monologue or whatever it was, uh, hey man, you got to you, you you get to punch back, folks. You get to punch back. You don't have to sit there and take it. You know, Biden today doubled down on everything he said last week. You know, I'm not going to sit here and try to change go with the wind just because the you you people in the in the media want me to. And, and, and uh, you know, the former president, Trump, I mean, you bully me, I'm going to punch you back. That's the way it is. That's the way the game is played. But a lot of people don't like those rules, especially in the media, because they want to set the dialogue. They want they, they, they want to drive the narrative to whatever it is that they want it to be. And, and, and sometimes you need to fight back, you need to punch back, you need to pop somebody. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, 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 and maybe that's what... Uh, uh, that's what Will Smith said last night. Hey, you're not going to do that to me. You want to do that up on stage? Be the big man? Here you go. Boom. Take this. Now let's play. I'm not going to be your punching bag. I'm not your pinata. You want to go that route? Okay. Then then this is the way I'm going to play the game. I don't think that's all bad. I don't think it's all bad for our young people. we got a huge show still ahead. I've pontificated long enough. I've taken enough of your well-used time uh, by the way, UConn leads uh, North Carolina State 34-28 at the half. Paige Beckers, uh, I think she's only got like a basket at the half, but but trying to get to the Final Four here later this week. Skip Dolan's going to join us, coach at Annandale. Uh, they they did it again, and this time they did it all. They won it all. But he they have had a fabulous record there, and he has had a fat no matter what year, he's right there. Leah Brigham Olson will join us. to talk. We always talk some youth sports, but we'll also talk about uh, – the Women's Final Four coming here. She's heavily involved in a big event on, on Thursday. Derek Shearer will join us, the general manager of the St. Paul Saints, as they prepare for their own season, plus Scott Bell, scout for the Toronto Maple Leafs, used to work for the Minnesota Gophers and play there. We'll talk gopher hockey and NHL hockey as we go down the stretch on this big show called Sports to the Max on this great big station called WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.